1: Peter Mingles here. You're listening to me on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For those people that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles. We started this Building Fortunes Radio show a long time ago, and uh, it was towards the tail end of 2012, beginning part of 2013, that we got started. And I was looking for a way to be able to have a platform and some microphones to be able to share with other people that we're talking about effectively building home-based businesses, so the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you can find many of our radio shows on buildingfortunesradio.com. Well, I'm going to take this radio show segment to have a very brief conversation for some of the newer people to the internet marketing world on some things and some tips on websites. So I speak to a lot of people and sometimes I have this conversation over and over again and I figured why don't I put it on Building Fortunes Radio so number one we could use it to uh, share with other people. So here we go. So this will start off with some of the basic and we'll move into some of the advanced stuff as well. So if you want a website on the internet there's a few things that you'll need. Number one you'll need a domain name. Number 2 You'll need a place to host a website that you will put on this domain name, and then you'll be able to or need to maintain or update that website. So it sounds pretty simple when I explain it this way, I hope, but if you've never done this before, these are foreign subjects to you, and sometimes you might think that these things are easier than they probably are. So let's pick up a, a domain name well the dot-com is always the best for the search engines so dot-com would usually always be the best that you could find and you register a domain name by going to a domain registrar so many people that are older they might remember that a domain name registrar might be on like net solutions which was usually super duper expensive But many people know GoDaddy. Godaddy GoDaddy.com is probably one of the most popular and the most user-friendly and the best customer service that are out there. Now, they are not the least expensive, and they have a tendency of taking advantage of your newness. So sometimes when you buy from GoDaddy, it's a little bit more expensive. I've used uh, 1&1, which changed their name to IONOS. I used Namecheap.com. I've used Name.com. And I've used uh, the newest one, which seems to be the best as far as the least expensive most of the time, which is PorkHub.com. So that's where you register your domain name. Buying your domain name is a simple task. You usually set up an account at one of those domain name registrars. When you have an account, you'll pay for it, and they'll usually do the auto-renews because the domain name registration is usually good for one year. You could buy multiple years, but they're usually good for one year, and many services offer you a discount on that first year. So you first buy your domain name. Then you'll need to – I'm going to come back to this in a second because there's a little bit more – but then you'll need to have a website. Unless you're going to forward – that domain name you just purchased, to somebody else's website. If you wanted a website on your own, you'll need someone to host your website. WordPress seems to be one of the most common and the easiest and the most well-known platforms for building a website, but you'll still need to host the website somewhere which basically means the website's got to be on somebody's computer somewhere. It can't be yours. It's got to be on a server. Each one of the registrars that I mentioned a little bit earlier have hosting packages where you can actually buy hosting and put either one or many domain names on it. And there's different hosting packages. You don't need, for the most part, if you're listening to this and you're learning this stuff for the first time, you don't need your own dedicated machine that could cost you hundreds or thousands of dollars per month. Most of the times you'll share a server, and the Internet is set up where these domain name registrars added this because they can't make all the money they want by just registering a domain name. So a popular one might be HostGator.com, and I believe you could probably even register domain names over there as well. Hostgator seems to be a very popular one for people in the home-based business arena. So we host some obscure sites on Hostgator. And when I first got started, we bought stuff on GoDaddy. And sometimes when I was looking for um, uh, breaks on prices, I went to Name.com or com or Ionos.com, which means some of your stuff could be all over the place which might be either good or bad, certainly confusing over time, especially when you remember that your domain name registration is going to be renewed or you'll lose it every year. See, although you buy your domain name, you don't really own it because you always have to renew it. It's a little bit like your phone number. You can have a phone number for 30 million years. As long as you pay for the services – you'll have that phone number forever. And you could think that you own that phone number, but you really don't. So when you register a domain name, think about that, especially if you are registering them all over the place, because you're going to need to remember to have credit cards or backup credit cards available to renew that domain name. So we said you got the domain name, then you have to host it somewhere. Let's say, for instance, you're going to host at... Host Gator. Well, if you're going to host at Ghost Gator, rather, you might want to buy your stuff at Host Gator. If you're going to host at Pork Bun, you probably want to register at Pork Bun, just to kind of keep it simple. So hosting is usually something you have to pay for monthly or yearly. Almost all the companies give you a little bit of a break for an annual fee. So if you're dedicated to having a website, and you can afford to do it yearly. You'll save a little bit of money if you host things yearly. Don't go crazy. You could always upgrade. But next thing is going to be you have to have somebody build your website. So it's kind of like real estate. If you think of it this way, you buy your address, right? And then you then you buy your uh, basically the land, which is like that address. And then you have to have somebody build it. So this could be either built using uh, the tools that they give you that they might say might be a simple website builder, or you might hire someone to build your website. But no matter what you do, you'll always have to worry about backing up and updating your website. So it's either going to be a person either doing the work or on many of the platforms like WordPress, you'll be able to update by just pushing an update button. It kind of does it for you. But you'll have to think about that. So you have buying the domain name, figuring out where you're going to host that domain name or that website, and then you'll have to build that website. Let me share with you the least favorable options. The least favorable ones is to use the website builder that the domain name registrar gives you. Many times they're complex. You don't get a lot of help. Uh, You're stuck with theirs because it might be customized towards their platform, which means you might not be able to do anything else with it. And it also might be expensive. It might – now, if you don't know how to do it at all, you might find a local person that can do some website hosting or website building, rather, for you. Sometimes they'll even host it for you. But you'll have someone do that. WordPress is a platform – that many people use to build websites. So I'm going to use this as an example of a cell phone. This is probably one you haven't thought about for a while. But you remember when your phone used to just dial people, like when you had your first phones? That's what it did. It was a mobile cellular phone. It might have come in a bag, it might have come in like a brick, or it might have come in a flip phone. And some of you people might use those things still. But Steve Jobs with his Apple iPhone, if you remember, was the first one that came out with a real smartphone. So a smartphone was developed to be an operating system that programmers could actually build apps or programs on, and that's one of the reasons why the iPhone became like a mini computer that people could use to actually run businesses. So people can actually run big or small businesses right from their phone, and we do some of that stuff over here as well. So what Steve Jobs did and the Apple crew is they had their Apple operating system, and then they allowed people to be able to build apps. And you know you can have an app for just about anything. And, of course, you know, Android has their own, and some of you guys that are using non apple are using Android, so Android has apps as well. And for anybody that's ever, like, had a company, they might have, well, you download this app over here for Apple, and you have to download another one if you have an Android phone. Well, that's the way phones work. There's almost an app for everything. Websites work in a very similar fashion with WordPress. WordPress is the name of the platform. And then they opened it up so lots of people can write, programs which they call plugins for WordPress. So just like an Apple or an Android smartphone can have a lot of apps to program things into, WordPress is probably the most popular and that allows people to have programs which they call plugins work with them. <clears throat> so I'm going to use this as an example on your WordPress you can have a different theme. You have all kinds of themes. Some of them are free, some of them you can pay for. Many of the free ones have upgrades that have more features available to it. But if you had a basic WordPress, um, which you could buy from anywhere from a few to a few hundred dollars, um, you can have plugins do things like help you take credit cards. So if you're running an e-commerce business and you want to sell t-shirts you'll need to have a plug-in that works with the merchant account that you have, which will be able to process like either PayPal or credit cards. You might want to have a form that people fill out. So there's a plugin for that. You might want to add a calendar to your website. So there's a plug-in for that. You might want to add an autoresponder or a newsletter or whatever, and there's a plug-in for that so you can build just about anything with a wordpress template let's call it that platform and then you can add plugins here is the dilemma with that all things are going to be updated or upgraded sometimes there's security issues sometimes there's technology issues sometimes there's platform issues so what might work today might not work tomorrow. You have no idea. It's just somebody updated something. Or sometimes the plugins contradict. They don't like each other. How in the world would the forms guy who's building that plug-in know everything that's going on with the merchant accounts guy? And how would the merchant accounts guy know everything that's going on with the security people? Well, they won't. So sometimes the more plugins you have, the more contradictions you might have or the more conflicts you might have. So therefore, you'll probably need to have someone help to maintain and update your website. Now, this makes things a little bit complicated. If you're going to run a basic blog, which many of you might do, hey, Peter, you might say, I just want a website. I want to run a basic blog. Well, you can certainly do that with WordPress. Use a blog-type theme. You're not worried about running e-commerce, which means you may not be taking credit cards. You might not be doing a whole bunch of other things as well. So you'll probably be okay. If You, you might even be able to do that on your own. Most of the times you can update the WordPress on your own using the control panel that they give you. And uh, there's plenty of YouTube videos that have very helpful information. Just make sure that you're looking at a newer or the newest YouTube video when you're doing this. And by the way, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a little commercial break. And we're going to come back on the other end on Building Fortunes Radio. So give me one second. Here we go.
0: Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLead.com. Just visit www.networklead.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, And now, back to our show.
1: And we are back. Peter Ringles here. I'm going to date today. This is September. It's the 22nd of 2023. And the reason why I'm dating this one is because there may be some things that change over time, as I have alluded to. So as we kind of recap some of the things we've mentioned, so you want to be on the web you don't really know what you're doing. I say, I say this affectionately. You're kind of new, so there's no excuse for, you know, free and bad. You're just kind of new. So you're going to need to register your domain name. You can do that through GoDaddy. You can uh, have to host it, meaning it's got to be somewhere, and then someone's got to build it. You can do all this stuff on your own if you can or if you're familiar with this stuff, and it's not hard. Like, when you do it, it's not hard. So it's not like you have to be a genius where you look – by comparison, you say, I could never do that. I mean, that guy is just like a wizard. That guy is just like super duper, like amazing. You know, like uh, I'll just pick on Ben Shapiro for a second. Ben Shapiro was in, uh, you know, he graduated from high school, was in college when he was 16. You know, was in Harvard by the time he was like 18 and graduated, you know, when he was 20 from Harvard Law School or something like that. Something amazing. You just might look at him and say, you know, Ben Shapiro. The guy is a whiz, you know, super aggressive, has a whole bunch of stuff. That's just not me. Or maybe I can't do that sort of stuff right now. You take a look at some other people that are super duper sharp, and by comparison you say, I'm just not that guy or that gal. So you don't have to be that to be able to build your website. But it's So it's not hard, but it is technical, and it's not something that comes natural. These are things that have to be learned. So there's lots of help, like I said, on YouTube. So, You buy a domain name from wherever you buy a domain name, and that's usually yearly. You have to figure out where is it going to be hosted. You could host it by paying at that uh, registrar if you wanted to. Forget about free hosting. Like, don't even think about it. Next, you'll need something to build or somebody to update and then certainly maintain. So that might be a person, that might be you trying to figure this stuff out on your own, that might be someone you know, might be on your team, might be a family member, you might find them in the local community, they're all over the place. And uh, they'll charge you a lot if you let them, or you can get it done for a reasonable price. So you'll have your website, and then you'll have these Things called plugins. If you're using WordPress, which are programs that plug in. Sometimes you have to pay for an upgraded plugin. Many times you could work with the free version if you wanted to, and then you'll have your website. So, if you are going to change your website over time, you're probably going to need to back it up. So you can either back it up manually. There's a control panel or a dashboard. They sometimes call it. You can go and main, you can actually make a manual backup. You can set up backups to like your Uh, Google Drive if you wanted to. We use a program called Updraft for automatic backups where you back up every day, every month, every whatever, depending on what your needs for that specific website might be. And then you're going to be able to, um, you know, have your own website, if you will. Now, let me kind of talk to you about some other things as we kind of get into some advanced things over here. When you register your domain name, you probably want to pick a domain name registrar that gives you private registration. Why private registration? Well, the reason why you want private, and if you work with many of the domain name registrars, they throw that in for free. GoDaddy may give you that as a limited feature, um, so you might want to check based on whatever their prices might be on the domain name price that you're buying. But most give you domain registration for free.
0: And the reason why you
1: want to do that, even though you're proud of who you are, is the telemarketers will beat the crap out of your phone uh, if you don't register privately. So you have nothing to hide, but the telemarketers will beat the hell out of you because they will call every day trying to sell you everything on the planet. And they will be foreign telemarketers, and they're going to be annoying. They'll call you all the time and you know the rest of the annoying telemarketer stories. So that's why you want it private. And number two, you'll need to make it secure. Almost all the domain names now have a, or the browsers have a pop-up that pops up that says, this site is not secure. So they call it SSL, and that stands for something. It doesn't matter what it stands for. Um, but the reality is you're going to need an SSL certificate. On registrars, and hoster, hosting places like HostGator, they'll actually do the registrar, the SSL, for free. So SSLs on GoDaddy can cost you anywhere from 70 to to $100 per year. That's just to have a secure certificate. You can use other ones. You can find them on your own for less than that. And then many hosting services, if you're on their shared hosters, will give you the opportunity to have it for free, which is a good deal, like free is a good deal. So they'll give you SSL. I know the ones that we use on HostGator, when we host them on the server that we have there, they do it for free. So that saves me several bucks or several dozens of dollars per domain name, depending on the situation. So the next part you'll have to deal with is email. So if you have a domain name that you're hosting, the hosting company will give you X, like a variable amount of email accounts you'll be able to set up. So I'll use as an example. I registered peter.news on a .news kick. Long time ago I registered almost every family member that I have to have a .news. I own mlm.news, I own anti-mlm.news, I own lots of .news websites. So I bought peter.news because I figured I give out my email address a lot. And I, I don't want to give out peter at networkleads.com anymore because that one's like you know 20 or 30 years old and every spammer on the planet has been figuring out how to spam me. i got a 1,000 to 2,000 emails per day that I don't want to read on peter at networkleads.com. So when I'm talking to you, I can say, hey, listen, send me an email to peter at peter.news. It's easy to spell it. It's easy to remember. Uh, and you can have your own domain name like that as well. So, for instance, uh, Samantha is my daughter. I bought her samantha.news. So it's kind of cool to own your own domain name. So for email purposes and other things like that, uh, .news is fine or .biz or .com or whatever. But for search engines, .com is usually the best ones and if you find an easy spelling one that's the best but if you always wanted to you can have multiple domain names and you can actually add those forward to any domain name that you choose as well and you could do that inside the domain name registrar so as we kind of review you bought your domain name you have to pay that yearly you could buy multiple years you want to make sure that you have it private then you want to make sure that you find a hosting company that's reasonable and most of the times it could be anywhere from 20 bucks a month to 60 bucks a month or more depending on what you need and if it's a very busy website you might want the better cuz it'll give you more bandwidth if it's just like a blog just about anything will do so then you'll want to make sure that someone builds the website and most people use WordPress as the platform. And then you'll have to add the plugins, like whether you want a form on that or if you want a blog on that or whatever kind of a theme you might be picking. And then somebody's going to have to update and back up that information on that website. The interface is easy to do. It doesn't take any technology. You just have to push a button and say back it up. But you'll need a place to store your backups and someone to do your backups and your updates. might be you or someone you know and then you'll need to make sure your website is secure so you'll have an SSL certificate so if you start to add it up it's not very expensive as far as purchasing the domain name that could be 10 or 20 bucks a year Uh, uh, paying for backups if you want automatic backups might be X amount of money per month or less just sometimes you could do that yourself Um, the SSL might be either free or a couple of bucks, but if you go to use GoDaddy, they're going to overcharge you, relatively speaking. You'll be able to buy a theme or use a theme for free or pretty close to near free, but you're still going to invest some money. Might be hundred to two or three hundred bucks per year in all the charges associated with hosting, buying, backing up, SSL different and various themes that you might have. So not a huge amount, but just something. But if you start multiplying that by 10 websites, it gets to be pretty pricey. So these are some things you might want to consider when you're doing whatever you're doing. And one of the things that I'll mention is it's worth learning and worth getting started because even if you're not building, like, your biggest website on your own, at least you'll have some knowledge so you won't be taken advantage of. A lot of techie people take advantage of you because they know that you don't know what you're doing. And the other, and the last thing that I'll mention is control. You always want to own everything. So don't let someone else register your domain name under their account, because then you don't own your domain name. So make sure you register your domain name. If you're going to do hosting, make sure you know usernames and passwords. Um, and if you can... Host it on your own. Even though it might cost you a little bit of money, at least you'll own it. So if you ever go upside down with your programmer or if your programmer gets hit by a bus, which could happen, or dies of COVID, which is more likely to happen, or you know maybe they're in another country and they just disappear, which could happen if they're foreign programmers and they happen in other countries, that's also possible as well. You always want to own it. So you control it. So the master stuff not like they give you a username and a password on their account, which they can change the password, then you're screwed. You want to own it. So make sure you get backups. Make sure you have things updated. Make sure you use your accounts. And if you ever feel uncomfortable, that's probably a, with the programmer or whoever's building your website, that's probably a sign of future challenges. So unless you clear it up, Uh, you're screwed, (laughs) because a few years down the line, if you go upside down with your programmer, you're fucked. Excuse my language, but you're screwed. So just some things to pay attention to. So the reason why I did this is because we have a lot of new customers that try to do a lot of new things, and uh, I figured this was a good thing because it's a conversation I have many times that I repeat, and uh, many people that listen to it the first time probably don't grasp everything that I just said, so they might want to listen to it a few times over and over and over again. So we are here. Peter Mingle's here. PM Marketing is my company name. Networkleads.com is one of our main domain names. Building Fortunes Radio is this domain name, and we do a lot of this sort of stuff, and most of the things that I've referenced here I've learned um, by having to learn it myself. So I can come up with uh, rather simple explanations for you to be able to understand. And, of course, if you have any questions specific after listening to this, You can always call me back. So we're going to catch everybody next time on Building Fortunes Radio. And thank you very much. See you next time.
0: You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments.